Okay, welcome Danny Tool, our special guest on today's program, and we're going to talk all things six foot track. Danny, thanks for coming down. Thank you for having me, Matt. It's uh, been, been a, uh, a very hot day, and it's just starting to rain, so it's nice to uh, be out of that. So we're uh, we're two weeks out from six foot track. When we talk about six foot track, we just assume that everyone knows what six foot track is. It's a six foot track marathon. Can give us give our listeners a, a brief overview, please. The race has been going since 1984, but the trail was first opened in 1887 um, after a tender was let for a bridal trail of six foot width. Um, I think it was officially called six foot from the late 30s, but it was apparently colloquially known as that prior. Um, the race itself had seven original participants, one of which was Max Bogenhuber, which is a friend of ours uh, from Bushies, and the other, another one was uh, Big Chris Stevenson, who's also a local shy boy, and he's, uh, I think, now the current race director again after many years. Um, it's been, yeah, 30, 34, maybe this is the 34th event, and they attract around about 900 participants. Once upon a time, there was only a handful and then around late February there was a bit of a rush to get an entry but now it, it sells out within minutes. Um, it's a great race and it's an iconic uh, trail race in Australia. You've done a few of these now mate, how many How many have you got under your belt? Uh, I've done 14 of them, one good one. <laughs> um, out, of the, out of the 14 that you've done, what's your best time? Best time's 4.34 and that was in 2015. Okay, so if, if there's any listeners who are doing the race, what any tips for training or preparation? What what would what advice would you would you give those people? Uh, the main advice I would give, um, like uh, like I was given by by Max actually, was that you you should walk while you can run. So for a person of my sort of speed, which is not at the pointy end. Um, you want to be able to finish and finish nicely and come back and do it again the next year so you don't want to die on the trail so once you hit the hills basically at the rip from the river walk run and make sure you train doing that so most people do a lot of running for training make sure you walk while you're training too some very good advice there thank you danny what um what what other events you got coming up in 2018 um Probably uh, one of my favourite races is the Great Nosh. Uh, that's usually around June, July. It's about 16k. It's a trail run. It's um, from Linfield to Seaforth, and that's put on by the Benelong Orienteering Club. And it's a, that's an awesome event, and it's cheap. And there's usually a couple of hundred people. Usually get quite a few big names at the pointy end, and down to people who walk it in about four hours. So it's a great, great family event. Is that your only other event coming up in this year? Probably uh, try and hit up some Sri Chinramoy half marathons, maybe the Dolls Point and the Audley one. Um, and yeah, maybe uh, look at Sydney Marathon again. It's been a bit of banter on the on the training between Benny and myself about that. We, we both did exactly the same time a couple of years apart and uh, both of us would like to do a little bit better than our previous attempt. So uh, that could be a good one to, to do for this year as well. Coastal Classics a uh, bit of a favourite. What what about that? Will you be doing that race, or is that a possibility? 
Yeah, look, uh, normally it would be, but um, due to the bushfires that we just had, I don't think that it will be on, to be honest with you. Um, it looks like most of that fiberglass trail between Watermulla and Gary has been melted, so uh, I doubt very much it will be put on. If it, is, uh, if it is on, I'll definitely have a go. Very good. So you mentioned, um, you did mention the Shri Shimnoi race, and there's a couple of races that that organisation holds, and we'll put those... Uh, we'll put a link to that page on our website so people can look up what events they've got coming up. I've also got down here that the Oatly Fun runs on on the 29th of April. That's a good run. It's only 5Ks and they have a kids race as well. And I've also entered the Royal Challenge, which is in the National Park. It's a paddle run. Uh, it's a 21 paddle and a 21k run, and most people partner up and do that race. It's a great event. It's a great community event. Fantastic run. And um, and some people do it individually, so they do the paddle and the run. Our mate Strava Matt won the individual last year. G'day to Strava Matt. Um, and we can't forget to mention park run what what a great concept that is yeah that's a bit of a staple for us i guess especially uh you know when you can take the family do up hit out 5k on a saturday morning along with a massive group of other people it's a really beautiful event idea and community uh community participation is huge so all run by volunteers uh, thoroughly enjoy the park runs mate if you chose have you if you've got one event have you got is there a particular event that's your favourite that you'd say each year that you that you love to do? Okay, yeah, well, I suppose my favourite event is obviously six foot. Um, I keep coming back. Uh, probably the it's quite personal to me as well because that's where I first uh, sort of got together with my wife, uh, with my now wife Agnieszka, and that was in two thousand and two. Uh, and yeah, we've been married now for thirteen years and have three children. She accompanied me for 10 years in a row to watch and I hope uh, in the future she can come and run it with us one day um, other events which I really love are uh, Bright down in Victoria and I know uh, you've had a go at that Maddie, and you loved it as well I can't remember much of it to be honest Danny <laughs> <laughs> love Bright I'm uh, definitely going back with a few of the guys this year it's in November Four Peaks Running Festival. We'll put that link to on our uh, Facebook page. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, that's, a, that's a great event as well. What about um, running tips, Danny? Every every person wants to improve their running, either get faster or stronger. Have you got Have you got a run? Have you got one tip that you could pass on to on, on to our listeners? Being the super coach, uh, Matthew, I usually get all my tips from you, but um, but I've got a few, and uh, and there's a few um, a few little tips which which I use, and one of them is not get injured. So if you feel bad, um, you should try and ease off uh, so that you can continue running. A lot of the guys that I've uh, sort of grown up running with, my dad's sort of era in their late seventies, uh, have been running for 30, 40, 50 years, and I would like to be able to run when I'm that, that age, so I like to just make sure that um, you look after your body, do some stretching, and make sure that you don't use it all up in a couple of years, otherwise, uh, yeah, the whole lifestyle and the, and the running will be lost to you. Mate, I'd like to ask you what your, 
your program is at the moment, but I know that you've had a bit of a virus and you've been really busy with work. You've had a hectic schedule, so you don't really. Is it fair for me to say that you don't really have a, a set program that you're you're following weekly? Uh, is that fair to say at the moment? That's pretty fair to say. I generally go on the uh, the standard. Uh, if I've got a couple of hours, I go for a run. Um, Usually the standard is a long run Sunday, um, you know, park run Saturday. But often I'll do, a, you know, a, maybe a 10K on Saturday prior to the long run and then usually post Monday, Tuesday recovery run after the long run Sunday. Uh, anything else, track Thursday nights um, is a staple down at Southside Masters. And anything else that I can fit in during the week. What's your favourite session, mate? The What's your one favourite session each week? Probably something that I don't do enough of, and that's like a monofartlek, or uh, or even just the hilly sort of tempos that we get out on uh, around Temptation. Um, they're heaps of fun. You're finished with a lather of sweat, and you've really achieved something generally after a run like that. Very good. I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. So while we're still on the topic of running, um, mate, have you got? an online store where you where you like to buy your, your running gear from that you can recommend to, to listeners? I sometimes buy stuff from a lot of different places. Wiggle's probably my uh, go-to check for the, to start with, but then, you know, if I can try and buy something locally, I will. Pace Athletic's usually quite good. There's a couple of others. Stringers, uh, Wild Earth, Wildfire Sports are all in Australia. They all do a pretty good job of, uh, of getting their stuff out. Okay, and what about, um, is there a running movie or a running book that you, you might have um, been been on, involved with recently that you'd like to refer, that you can recommend? Uh, I watched uh, the Barkley Marathons um, with you and I absolutely loved it, uh, particularly the fact that uh, two of our friends, Sal and Matt, uh, Sal and Greg have... Um, have just been over to do the Falls Classic and uh, met Laz and it brings a lot more personal touch to it. It's an amazing event, fruit cakes that do it particularly. <laughs> I agree, it's a classic. Um, I, um, I just finished a book recently that I, I can recommend to people. It's called Racing Weight and it's written by Matt Fitzgerald. Really good read and, and just a, helps you prepare for, um, for any races that you, you, know, you take seriously and you, and you want to uh, improve on. So I can, I can re- recommend that book. Um, what about beer, Dane? What's, uh, what, what, what's your flavour of the month? Have you got any particular beers that you... Uh, you're a home brewer. Man, Indeed. Man, Manchester, Manchester Brewing. Manchester Road Brewery. It's, uh, it's not a very popular brewery, but it's um, one of my favourites. And it's uh, very cheap and close to my heart. What uh, have you got a few? Have you got a few beers down at the moment? Uh, I've got a couple. I've got uh, an IPA. I've got a draft. I've got um, a six foot blonde, which I uh, aptly named. But yeah, that's been in the uh, in the bottle now for about ten months. So I'm loving that. Usually I drink them a little bit too uh, green, so it's nice to leave them in the bottle for uh, quite a few months. Very good, and you brought down um, you brought down a, a guest beer for us to, to sample for the show, and what we're this this segment I guess is for us to do a critique of a, a different beer each 
each episode and do you want to tell us about this beer that you've, you've brought with it with you today okay this one uh, i brought down today is called Jivietz. it's polish uh, my wife's from poland Agnieszka, and uh, this is the most popular sort of beer for out of poland um, it's available in most countries that sell foreign beers uh, it's you know their f- major export beer it's 5.6 percent um, they usually come in a 500 ml bottle as is the standard for most european beers um, it's quite strong, and it's actually quite light for for Poland. Often there are, are up around six, seven percent, which um, gets a little bit strong for me. But uh, yeah, it's a sort of a lager. Um, yeah, what do you reckon about? That was uh, that was a nice beer, and um, that sort of disappeared pretty quickly. And we've actually uh, moved on to our second flavour. And what <laughs> we, are they? We're uh, so at the moment we're drinking a, a wild yak, uh, and it's a Pacific ale. So uh, that's that's a nice beer, isn't it? Absolutely, I love the Pacific Ale. It's uh, you can taste Galaxy hops. It's a beautiful beer. Yeah, I think it's the closest thing to Stone and Wood that that you can get, and um, that's the benchmark. That's a benchmark Stone and Wood. So, out of uh, on the Stone and Wood scale, I would give the Wild Jack uh, an eight and a half. I think. What are you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's definitely a lot better than anything that comes out of Manchester Road Brewery, but, uh, <laughs> but that's a work in progress. So, uh, so next episode we'll, we'll critique another beer and and see how it, it goes on the uh, stone and wood scale. So back to um, back to six foot. One of the things that we do every year, or have been doing uh, amongst our mates, is predicting our finish times because. We, we've got a group that, that trains together and we mainly do our long runs together and a lot of us do the six-foot race and we, we like to predict um, who finishes in what time. And so um, so I've brought my predictions with me, Danny, and, and you've got yours with you as well. Right. So um, do you want me to... Uh, what maybe, maybe what we could do is we could... We could read out the individual, and I say my time, and you say your time, and uh, and if we feel we can, uh, you know, debrief it a little bit, otherwise move on. What do you think? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, so I've got um, should get a few laughs from the boys when they listen. Absolutely, I've got rookie first up because uh, I've been training with rookie a fair bit during the week. He's doing some shift stuff. And um, I should also, now that I'm on the topic, I should credit Rookie uh, with the name Running Matters. So he came up with, through the ideas, throwing names around for the podcast, and he said, what about Running Matters? And I like it. It could stick. I hope it sticks. Um, but I've got to credit Rookie just in case uh, um, he, he, he listens to this and I don't credit to him. You know, I could be, could be in trouble for He's it. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Good bloke. Good runner, and he's running pretty well at the moment. I've got him down for a four fifteen. What about yourself? Yeah, I'd probably agree. I'd probably have him down uh, for a four nineteen, four twenty ish. But um, yeah, I haven't seen him uh, for a couple of weeks. He's done some pretty serious times in the past, and uh, even though he's get a little bit older than us, he certainly hasn't lost any of his speed. Very good. So the next person that I've got is uh, Marty Keys, and he's definitely the elite of the, the group or the runners that we know. And I've got him down for a three twenty nine. I think last year he did a three thirty three. Is that does that sound right? I believe so. Yeah. 
So um, he's, you know, we know at the pointy end that the gains are, are much smaller, but for me, it just seems to be improving all the time. What, so what are your thoughts and what what, what do you have him down for? Fantastic runner. Um, I had him down for 3.32, just a, a minute quicker than last year because he's, he's just been running very solid at the moment, lots of lots of good training. Um, yeah, I, I hope for his sake that he does uh, the 3.29. That's a very serious time. I guess it'll all depend on the weather on the day for, for all of us indeed. Yeah, and when you mention the weather on the day, obviously we, we did it uh, recently. Was it last year or the year before where it was almost 30 degrees? Yeah. And uh, everyone's sort of predicted time blew out by 20 minutes to half an hour because of that heat. So I guess that's that's what you're t- referring to when you mention the the heat. Absolutely makes for nice beers at the end, though. We should we should talk about that. We without mentioning Jezza, t- oh. t- too many beers. Oh, Jezza. He's a whole episode. Um, okay, so I've got the Oppo brothers to go next, right. and. Uh, they're both characters, and Andrew Oppo, um, member of Norg. This is his his debut six foot. Right. Very strong, very fit runner, and it's it's an un, he's a real unknown. He's a dark horse, and I've got him down and I'm for a four seventeen. So I think he's going to have a cracking race because I think he's strong. He's fit. He did UTA hundred last year, so I think he's. Um, think he's capable of a good time because it, it would suit him this course so 417 is my prediction what, what what are your thoughts on that yeah i'd agree uh, i'd probably have him down just a, a couple of minutes behind rookie um mainly on experience i'm not sure how he's tr- how his training's going at the moment but um you know he's uh definitely one that doesn't miss a training session so hopefully if he can make it to the start line he'll uh he'll do well he's a he's a quick runner Okay, and then so if we go to his brother Jim, who's Jim's a little bit his more his senior, but has a, a cracking history and 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 is a very good runner. In fact, I ran over, I did the UTA fifty with him last year and crossed the line together, holding hands. So uh, some people may make fun of that. That's fine, uh, but uh, Jim's a pretty handy runner. But the big upset that I'm predicting, and I'm predicting that. Andrew will beat Jim by two minutes, so I've got Jim down for four nineteen. What? What? How do you see that unfolding? I'm going to go the other way, and I'm going to predict Jim beats him by a minute. Um, if they don't cross the line, holding hands together, a bit of brotherly love. I'm not sure. I think uh, Jim could have it. In, he's got the mental game. He's uh, he's been up there on the track the last few weeks, um, training the house down. So yeah, I uh, I'd, it'd be a race for the ages for those two. All right, good, very well said. Okay, and then we've got Hamo, also known as the florist, because he makes his own arrangements. Uh, so, running very well, and I've got him down for a PB at 4.16. He's had a couple of years off, six foot, um, but running very well. I think um, I think he'd be happy with, with a 4.15, 4.16. So... Um, yeah, I've got him down for that. What What about yourself? Yeah, I, I'd probably agree. Um, in between rookie, probably not uh, not as uh, as consistent as rookie, um, but definitely training well. Probably a bit sharper than than the oppos, but who knows on the day? I it's a really uh, a really hard one to predict. 
particularly given his uh, history. He may not even turn up to the line. Who knows? Is it just me? Are you not mentioning times? Are you dancing around not mentioning oh, times? Oh, dancing around. Mine, mine are all in the paper bag at home, to be honest. I can uh, remember them, but um, but they're all sealed up. Mate, you, you, that's fence sitting. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's fence sitting. There's, there's... Okay, so so I called uh, I called rookie at four sixteen. I think um, I'll call Hamo four eighteen. Okay, Jim, and, and, and that's going on his previous best. I believe is a four thirty eight, uh, which was definitely well above his uh, his um, you know ideal race. So. I'm sure he can do 20 minutes better than that. Okay, good call. Uh, we've got Michelle, our our Swiss elite mate, and he had a great, great race last year. He did 3.56, I believe. Um, just a fierce competitor. So I've got him down for 3.55 again. I think he keeps chipping away and improving, and I think he saves his best for the race. So what are your thoughts, mate? What do you got? Yeah, I'll put him down for a 359. Um, I'm not sure as he's in the form that he was last time. Uh, he did do a beautiful director's cut of the Hellman uh, loop uh, last week or the week before, and that showed he's in solid form. Yeah, it's uh, it's a cracking run for anyone to get under four hours. He's definitely uh, shown that he can do it. So I'm tipping that he'll do it again. But yeah, that's uh, to go under is one thing. To go well under is another Agree. I told him to retire after last year's race. Absolutely. I said, take your shoes, mate. Just put them, put them under the bed. You can retire now. Many great men have uh, have done a 401, that's for sure, and that's a cracking race too. Okay, Cousin Benny. So Cousin Benny, uh, he's been on the scene, I'm going to say 12 months now, and Cousin Benny is Hamo's cousin, and he's been dragged along. He's certainly improving, and uh, he's got the bug. And this is his debut. So we've got a, quite a few debut runners for six foot, and he's strong. I've got him down for four thirty-five. So what what are your thoughts there? Okay, I'm going to put him down for four fifty um, as a debut run. I think he'll uh, I think he'll really feel that back end. Um, but this is his opportunity to uh, to shake the cousin tag and give it to his cousin Pete. So if he can uh, if he can do well today on the day, I reckon Pete might become cousin Pete and Benny might become the real thing. Fair enough, good call. And um, the the last one is our our legend uh, Menayao, who uh, who's twenty years our senior and just a champ champion bloke, champion runner. And um, I'm I'm gonna say he's gonna do about four thirty. So um, he's he's not in in his peak form, but um, still runs incredible. If I'm running as well as him in twenty years' time, I'd be the happiest person in the world. What about yourself, mate? What do you thought? He's been out for a few runs with us. Yeah, look, he's on fire at the moment. Um, I'll put him down for a four forty. He's uh, he's in solid form. The guy's sixty five years old. He's uh, uh, getting away from. A few of the guys in his age group are sort of in the world in the world rankings. Uh, your Trevor Jacobs, your Greg Love, your um, fellows like that. If they weren't there, he would be in the uh, at the top of his uh, game in Australia. So he's he's running really well. Yeah. 
I, I wish him well. He's an awesome bloke too. Very good. And, mate, I've, I'll finish with uh, my prediction for your time this year. I've got you down for a 440. You're, uh, I, I know you're, uh, you, you probably think that's faster than you, you're going to run, but this is your 15th race, mate. You should be able to do it with a blindfold and skip on one leg. What, uh, <laughs> what do you think? I'm hoping I can finish with and skip on one leg, but, um, yeah, look, I think that's a bit sharp for me. Anything under five hours is always a good run for me. Uh, I've done it three times now, and I'll be very happy with a 4.59. Um, yeah, maybe maybe I can do a 55 if it's uh, if it's cool, or maybe I can do my average, which is 5.10, 5.12. We'll see how we go, I guess. Very good. Well, I don't know about you, mate, but for me, I guess it's it's not the, the race itself that you, you look forward to, but it's the, um, the camaraderie and the training with your mates leading up to the event. And uh, and I guess also the um, the post race celebrations, which which make it so special, mate. If you could have one beer waiting for you at the finish line, what's what's your favourite beer of all time? Favourite beer of all time? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I've drank many. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I might. Oh, I could go out in a limb and say the beer in your hand is going to be the best beer in the world at that time. So whatever is put into my hand when I finish, if I can stomach it at the time, will be the best beer. So I'm happy to leave it at that. Very good. That's a, that's a really good point that you raise, that if, if you're feeling well enough to have a beer at the end, <laughs> then uh, then you've had a good day and, and you've pulled up all right. So we might finish on that note. Danny, thanks very much for coming in. And I look forward to um, seeing you out on the trails shortly. Absolutely, Matt. Thank you. That's been great.